0: to alphabet flight encyclopedic marvel journey where i go through the official handbook of the marvel universe with guests we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well my name is jesse cooper and with me today is a lucifer
1: Rob. Uh yes not the one you're thinking of
0: nope and not satan the five wait there's four or five people who claim they're satan Oh,
1: there are a whole. I mean, there's. You've got uh, Lucifer. You've got uh, Marduk Curios, Yeah. Uh, uh you've got Satanish, the guy who is like Satan, but he's just a little Satanish.
0: Yeah. So does okay. So David Hellstrom, which we talked about uh-huh. years ago. Well, literally right. years ago. So he's supposed to be the son of Satan, but they changed his father to Satanish. Like
1: that has been changed again. He is now the son of Marduk Kurios.
0: Okay, that does not that does not roll off the tongue.
1: Well, usually he just goes by Satan.
0: Okay. Well. Okay. What <laughs> I can't I can't <laughs> like there's so many like I mean even Mephisto for a while went by Satan just because he could. Oh yeah. And like how many hells are there? At least. Uh oh, there are, there are multiple. hells. There's multiple hells. hells all- first off, uh- I mean there's two main ones though one with one l and then one with two l's but it's the one with mephisto in it but there's also a lot of other hells you know it's whatever we're not going to get into that because uh this is not the lucifer
1: no this guy is not a any kind of demon at all he is um a guy with a guy with a a
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And, uh, and a little, a uh, little min, uh, fetching miniskirt.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he, I'm glad he, uh, he's comfortable. Uh, he has a. I health. guess you might call it a scant. Yes, he does. He, you know, he also has a. I mean, I, I don't. He has like the normal superhero spandex thing. He's just, you know, he just has a little modesty. Uh, he doesn't want anyone looking at his chunk, you know? Yes. Um, but yeah, he's just, uh,. He's just a white dude with a cowl and a cape in red like no some symbols on him at all. Uh, he's just like real buff. Uh has a beard. Um you know. You know early X-Men villain stuff. <laughs> uh So yeah, uh so what is your one sentence summary of Lucifer? He is the space
1: alien who paralyzed professor x
0: yes um yes that's something so his real name unrevealed i don't know if it was ever actually revealed
1: was it uh, No. know it, it is not
0: no so uh his occupation is advance agent for the invasion of earth by arcane for by the arcane or Quists. Yes. Uh, most people on Earth are unaware of Lucifer's existence. Uh, he's a citizen of Quistalium. 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 Sent into exile. His other alias is Ancient Ancient One. Uh, and he was born in Quistalium Quist... Crystraw? Her straw star system. Milky Way galaxy. Uh, his place of death. Unrevealed. Presumably the nameless dimension by which Lucifer was exiled. Uh, Meryl's status is unrevealed. Known relatives, none. Uh, he was part of the government of Arcane. And, uh... uh he first appeared in X-Men number 9. And, uh, January 1965, enter the Avengers. And this is one of the many times that the the, the X-Men would fight the Avengers. Uh, but we have a, it's a cover. That's for sure. Uh, but yeah, it has my favorite X-Men thing. It has the X with the little jagged, jagged bits. Mm. And then, and then it has, and it has, uh.
1: Oh, there's so much cover copy on this.
0: Yeah, there's. Oh well, I mean, it was the early days. I mean, you had to sell it. But oh, uh, my sure. favorite part of this one is you have the little cursive tiny V, and you have X Men, and you know it's just a you know it's a pretty plain font, but you have like a little flourishes on them. That's pretty good. Like it has a purple drop shadow and a little jagged bits. And it, and it looks like uh, looks like Angel's flying it, flying it in. Yeah, and I love it. It's great. It's cute. Um,
1: I I think my favorite part of this is uh, Professor X's. Combat wheelchair.
0: Well, we we're we're going down. We're going down. Like <laughs> you know, I just I just want to say you know I like this. I I feel like you know this would be a good throwback thing to go to every once in a while. Maybe maybe update Angel the Archangel. I don't know what Angel's doing now. I'm not sure what his deal is. I, the I don't know, and I don't think I've even seen him in the current X Men books yet. So I don't think anyone cares right now. But uh, so we have a lot of cover copies, uh, as as Rob said. So we have guest starring the mighty avengers and this was you know the early team where you have uh giant man i'm guessing the wasp is somewhere there but small uh thor Mm. uh, before he lost all of his time travel juice yes yeah uh giant man iron man and captain america and then you have the uh the 05 uh x-men you know it was pre-graduation um as well And then, under the ground, well, it looks like it's underground, but, you know, you have uh, some uh, Kirby machinery, uh, including a very overly complicated battle tank wheelchair. Yeah. And and Xavier is just, like, holding a gun (laughs) to Lucifer. It's very direct. I don't think you've seen- we'll see that a lot nowadays. I mean, listen, he is-
1: he is going to bust a handicap in your ass.
0: But the cover copy is you have another truly marvelous star-studded epic. See the Desperate X-Men trapped in the heart of Europe. And then, as if it's another panel separated by dirt, don't miss a return of Professor X. And wait till you meet Lucifer.
1: And that just reminds me, as so many things do, of uh, showtunes. So, uh, there's a, uh, th- from, uh, Spooky Mormon hell Dream, uh, from the Book of Mormon, there's a, a couplet that, you
0: remember Lucifer? He is even spookier! So, the thing that I love about the cover copy, like, in the early days, like, in the 60s, when they're still selling the hell out of Marvel as a new thing, is, like, there's one Avengers cover, and I forget which one, I think it's the one there. uh, where uh grim reaper shows up for for the first time maybe mm. i don't know it's one of the dead people i talked about recently though um no was it helmet zemo no it wasn't that i don't remember but it basically had like stan lee writing a threat and be like you better read this book and like it <laughs> oh it in a more you know stan lee way uh D- don't make me come over there, true believer. It was it was basically a threat. I just love I just love how many words are on this cover. Like it's just like I think I would pick this book up. And, you know, it has some pretty pretty good like you know illustration by by you know the the king Jack Kirby. Uh, and you know I I kind of want to know why there's a guy in a wheelchair battle tank wheelchair holding a gun to a guy who's like looks like he's green and wearing a cape. Oh sure yeah. So, but, let's get into, let's get into the final part, which, because his final appearance was in Captain America 178. Uh, but he was reported to have been terminated in the West Coast Avengers, issue number 24. So. And, uh,
1: as I spoiler for the end, he remains terminated, because this guy kinda sucks.
0: Yeah. The will they dead, like, there's a paragraph on him on comic vine and comic vine will put the most insignificant detail about a character like these people like the people on comic vine care a lot
1: and uh the crazy thing is this guy's computer has made more appearances than he has
0: well you know sometimes you have a really rad computer
1: Ah, (laughs) Uh, i mean his computer also looks like a guy in a cape
0: well i mean you know sometimes your computer is a guy in a cape so, uh, so yeah, the alien known as Lucifer is a member of the extraterrestrial race called the Quist, who are known to the members of other alien races, such uh, as the Arcane. The Arcane has established a, a large interstellar ga- uh, empire in the Milky Way galaxy. Yet, few uh, starfaring races know of the Arcane's existence, and even fewer know. Of their successes of co- at conquering other worlds. Eons ago, the Arcane constructed a highly advanced uh, com- a computer complex known as the Dominus, along with a few examples, first examples of complex robot that were only recently needed. Only recently needed to operate. Uh, to conquer a planet, the arcane would establish a secret base there, and eventually would teleport Dominus and its robots there. Dominus would be modified each time to affect the minds of the race inhabiting the planet to be conquered. In each case, the modification process took a member to, sorry took a number of Earth years. Finally, when Dominus was ready, it would blanket the planet with rays that would deaden the will. Of the planet's natives, and they would be easily enslaved by Arcane. For years, Chris, Quis, Chris known on Earth as Lucifer, used Dominus successfully to carry out conquests for the Arcane. Uh, I'm sorry, I, all, all I can think of when I see Quist is Quisp cereal. That I have to keep on, I can't, that's why it's hard for me to say it. I keep on being like, Quisp, Quisp. Yeah. Every single time. Uh, so, yeah, the ruler of the arcade known as the Supreme One designated Lucifer as Agent One. Uh, eventually, Lucifer came to Earth, preparing it for conquest. He called himself Lucifer on Earth. After one of the... the after Lucifer, you know, the devil, Lucifer, Morning Star, you know, that one. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, because they they weren't they weren't super subtle in early X Men.
1: These superstitious humans will think that I am the devil. That's why I also have this beard.
0: Yep. Um, he took over the wall of uh, a walled city in Tibet and used his and uh, used it as his initial earth base, using crystallian, uh, talent. Okay, Quistallian, uh, technology to take the control over the minds of the selected people in the city who in turn coerced the other citizens in doing his will. However, the young superhuman mutant, Charles Xavier, led a small revolt against Lucifer. The Supreme One contracted, uh, contacted uh, Lucifer and ordered him to abandon the Tibetan base and to go into the newly prepared sanctuary. Before leaving, Lucifer confronted Xavier and tried to kill him by dropping a large stone slab on him. The stab struck Xavier's legs, permanently crippling them. Um, I'm gonna just, uh, cross out that permanently and occasionally. (laughs) Just put occasionally on there. Sometimes. (laughs) And then he just kind
1: of teleported away. I hate hate to paralyze and run, but, uh, gotta go.
0: Yep. Uh, later. uh, Years later, uh, Xavier made the X-Men. And, uh, I don't like this sentence. I want to cross it out to say no. Just say later, <laughs> but it says years later, Xavier found a team of superhuman mutants, the X-Men, in part in order that they would someday have to battle Lucifer whom Xavier believed to pose a great threat to Earth. It's a little awkward. Not oh, No, I'm not saying that it's written wrong or anything. I just don't agree with it by any means. But, but many months after finding, uh, finding the X-Men, uh, Xavier discovered Lucifer's hidden layer in the Balkan Mountain. However, Xavier learned that if anything happened to Lucifer that seriously disturbed his heartbeat, a device in the lair was attuned to his heartbeat, uh, would melt the ice around the, about the Antarctic, thereby flooding the Earth's coastal cities and tidal waves, uh, Xavier used his psionic powers to render him unconscious without disturbing his heartbeat. And then, like, you know, the Cyclops, uh, and then guided Cyclops to um, deactivate the dangerous device. And it remained unclear. And for reasons that remained unclear, Xavier then allowed Lucifer to get away. I'm going to say that it was the early, it was the mid-60s, and they didn't know what to do yet. With, with the X-Men. But, you know, that's me. Also, I mean, he could have just waited as well if he wanted us to flood the Earth with the Antarctic ice, you know. Well, yes. He could have just waited. I mean, we're, we're doing it really well on our, by ourselves. Mm. I mean,
1: that's, that's pretty much the plot of the uh, Charlie Sheen sci-fi movie, The Arrival.
0: Pretty much. Many months after... The founding of the well, oh, I already said that. Uh, months later, Lucifer uses technology to plant the idea in the minds of the X Men's adversaries, the Blob and e- Eunice, uh, to pretend to be members of the X Men and frame the group as criminals. <laughs> <laughs> Cyclops defeated both Eunice and the Blob. Uh, Lucifer is now based uh, now based in a complex hidden in a mesa in the. Southwest United States, and Xavier used the O5 uh, to track Lucifer to his end lair after Lucifer launched a long distance attack on, on Xavier. By the time they arrived there, Dominus had been fully modified to affect the minds of Earth people, and many Ultra robots needed to operate it have been teleported to Lucifer's headquarters. The robots were making the final preparations to begin using Don, uh, Dominus to project the will-deadening rays all over Earth. Xavier and his X-Men were captured, but the, uh, but the five young mutants escaped and succeeded in wrecking most of the robots. As a result, Dominus could not be operated, and the arcane attempted conquest of Earth was thwarted. The Supreme One teleported Dominus back to Crystallium. And, and exiled Xavier to the so called nameless dimension. <laughs> Which, by the way, as soon as you call it a nameless dimension, it now has a name. Well, yes. I mean, it's really, like, really, what they should have done was like, I'm just going to send you, and then and just send
1: them. That their dimension over there.
0: I'm going to send you to a place, and they're going to be like, what? And they're already in it. And they don't know what the place is. Uh, While thus imprisoned, Lucifer somehow gained superhuman powers, most notably the ability to project destructive beams of ionic energy, he constructed a device that enabled him to cause a part of the nameless dimension to overlap with Earth. In other words, to create an interdimensional nexus between two planes of reality. I feel like you don't need to explain that. In this part of Marvel history. No. Um, I understand why they did it, but really, I think all you need to do is say you could get to Earth. he could overlap Earth on the nameless dimension, but you know. yeah, It's kind of like whatever they say, Reed Richards, the leader also known as Mr. Fantastic, the leader of the Fantastic Four. I'm just like, uh, really? <laughs> At this point in Marvel history. Um, so. However, Lucifer was unable to move from the Nexus onto the uh, rest of Earth, uh, thereby escaping his extramental exile. However, Lucifer could fuse his physical and mental essence with that of a sentient being existing on Earth. Thus, Lucifer merged with an Earth man named Charlie Gray, a security guard, who worked at Stark Industries and ordered Gray to capture his employer, inventor, Tony Stark. It's Anthony Stark. and I always want to say Antonio Stark. Hey, it's a me, Antonio Stark. <laughs> uh, Lucifer sought to compel Stark to create a device that would enable him to come to Earth from the nameless dimension, endowed with Lucifer's superhuman powers. Gray went to went on a destructive rampage and defeated the armored uh, crime fire Iron Man, who was secretly Tony Stark himself. Uh, and when constructed by his own wife, Wilma, a gray repentantly broke off his uh, his mental and physical fusion with Lucifer. Thus, was he was trapped in the Nameless Dimension once again. Okay, I'm gonna just say this. He didn't have a good hold on him if all he took was his wife being like, Hey, what are you doing? For him to just, like, stop it. Like himself. Like, I feel like you should be able to do more than that, Agent One, you know, would-be world-conqueror. Yeah. So, So, the ruler of the arcane believed Lucifer had attracted too much attention to their race by his clashes by proxy with Captain America, the Falcon, uh, and Iron Man. And according to Dominus uh, itself, Lucifer was therefore, uh, therefore terminated. The Arcane made further improvements to Dominus that it could operate without ultra robots. However, uh in thus redesign uh, redesigning Dominus, Arcane made the Arcane made uh, Dominus so powerful that it became them uh, it became their master, Dominus. Basically he uh, they 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 made him a Skynet. Yeah, yeah, basically. Wait, what? Okay, sorry. This is a crazy paragraph. So, uh, Dominus uh, had since attempted to conquer Earth and was thwarted by Moon Knight.
1: That was uh, West Coast. That happened in West Coast Avengers.
0: And uh, as for Professor Xavier, his mind was transferred into a body that was cloned from his own, but was that was not crippled. <sighs> I'm I'm over Xavier. That was, I think, after the whole
1: brood thing, I think?
0: Was that after he v- ran off with his alien bird girlfriend? That
1: was, that happened, and then he ran off with her almost ex- almost immediately afterwards.
0: Yeah, and then, while that was happening, Chameleon was uh, pretending to be him, and then died, and then they we're just like, Ugh. No, 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 that's totally different. No, 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 wait, no, that was, no, that was the, wait, second time he was thought to be dead? Uh, second? Yes, yeah,
1: so well, right. The first time he was thought to be that he was actually, um, he actually sent Changeling to die in his place. No,
0: changeling, no Changeling. Oh, okay. right, not the
1: Spider-Man villain. No,
0: no, Changeling. Sorry, I got the I got the wrong name. Uh, mm-hmm. Same powers, but wrong name. Yes. Uh, but, um, yeah. I don't like Xavier. I don't know. He's 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 been he's been dead too many times. And like most of those times, he was just didn't want to be around for a while. <laughs> like, like, like literally. And then also one of those times, he left his school to Magneto, who was trying to kill the same, who repeatedly tried to kill the same kids who he had him protecting. He was reformed at the time. I mean, it, I took a court trial of him saying, "Well, technically, I was a baby, uh, mm-hmm. so that wasn't me." I was a baby. You can't. You can't make me a terrorist. I was a baby. Was, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That like went off. Like I think was that a Defender story?
1: Yes, it was. Uh, they were de to infancy by Alpha, the Ultimate Mutant.
0: Yes, it was. It was. It was during the time when like Xavier could show up as a guest appearance and the Defenders, and it wasn't a big deal. But they took. But like Claremont being. The mad lad he is. was just like, well, what if we made that his defense for his international war crime trial? And <laughs> it worked, technically. Hey, yeah. You know? Yeah. Re- really, if you think about it, that should be the, uh, that, I think that would set the precedent. Of that. I mean,
1: that, this sounds like a, a, a uh, She Hulk plot in the making.
0: No, I like, that's exactly what I was thinking. It was a She Hulk plot. You know, when she's not like Savage She Hulk. Um, do you think they're gonna unsavage her at some point? I don't know. I do know I she's mean, doing she's... pretty good right now.
1: Yeah, I'm enjoying. Uh, I'm enjoying uh, Aaron's uh, Avengers a lot.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of don't like that they dropped the whole like Thor and her, her being like super super a thing. They kind of dropped it a little bit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan of them. I ship them. Yeah. So okay, so I do have a question because this is coming a little short. Come up a little mm-hmm. short, and also I don't care about his powers. He's dead. He's like super dead. Yeah, he's got, you know,
1: energy powers. He can possess people. Um, and while he, he remains dead, his computer, uh, came back and, uh, fought the Avengers during the Buziak Perez run. Uh, Dominus. And actually, you're going to get to Dominus in update 89.
0: Yes, I am actually, which I am still looking forward to because this is the second to last book I'm doing. That's right. And I'm almost done with it. Ooh. So. Yep, 89 update. Um, but, so, I haven't read a lot of the the, the She-Hulk run where, right before she got turned into Savage She-Hulk. The one where she was, like, her in the law firm. Oh, yes. But, like, it's so, it must be so hard for lawyer, lawyers and, like, law enforcement in the Marvel universe. Well, uh, there is something that makes things
1: easier for them, and that is that the comics that are published... Uh, in the Marvel Universe, are are uh, admissible as evidence? That helps because they are, of course, authorized by the Comics Code Authority.
0: Oh, well, that helps. That does help. Yes. Well, um, no, but it's just like the idea of because, like, l- let's let's do like the most common one: LMDs and clones. Uh-huh. You know, say, like, well, LMDs—they—they they shouldn't. Well, they do have DNA. So, okay, never mind. Uh, but, like, you know, if you can just have a clone made of you, and have it do its do, do something bad, like you can, like, almost instantly be blamed for a crime because it has your same effect DNA. This Although is true. Although
1: you can usually prove uh, who is a clone and who is not.
0: Usually, but I mean, if the person's smart enough. Well, yes. You know, if the person's smart enough, like, maybe it's maybe instead of, uh, may- maybe you just, like, make them do crimes when they're, like, in the same area. I seem to recall
1: that was, um, uh, that was a Superman plot, uh, I think some point in the 90s, where, uh, Lex Luthor got away with a bunch of crimes because he blamed his clone.
0: It, didn't, he, didn't he also get away with a bunch of stuff because, because of, like, a mass, like, mind... Mind wiping thing. I mean, a mind control thing. I think there was something
1: in there. I mean, I think that's maybe how he became president.
0: Yeah, there's something there. It's just like, well, I was being mind controlled, obviously. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just think it's like, like, habeas corpus is like, does does not exist in the Marvel (laughs) Universe. And, like, that that doesn't even count the people who have, like, maybe have, like, subtle, like, mutant powers or something that can, like, be influence people in a non-obvious way. Oh, sure. So, that'd be, that'd be a real great, that'd be a real great job, though. Like, being yeah. a person who could subtly influence people into thinking that you're, like, right, and being a lawyer.
1: Like, well, that was, um, not a lawyer, but there's a minor Spider-Man villain called the Persuader, who basically used that to become, like, a, a major, like, stock trader.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we Because he
1: just persuade people into giving him tips.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's technically not illegal. No. If you persuade. I mean, they, they're giving it up. Technically, they're giving it up on their own free will. Persuade. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but, uh, I think we're pretty much done, honestly. So, Lucifer okay. stayed dead. His view was replaced by a robot that also got beat up a lot. You know? Uh, and we'll cover that robot later. and yes. we'll, Like way later. So, I, so yeah, what's your plugs?
1: All right. Well, I am a member of the Marvel research team and we have a book, uh, The Empire Handbook, coming out in April. If you want to get in on the ground floor of the upcoming uh, Dan slott uh Avengers-Fantastic Four crossover, then this is your one-stop shop for all the information on the major players of this, including the Fantastic Four, the Avengers, the Skrulls, and the Kree.
0: So, uh, my, uh... So my name's Jesse, I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids and similar detail, and I also have another podcast called Limited Theories, where me and the other Rob I have on this show uh, talk about limited comic series issue by issue. Um, this has been Alphabet Flight and uh, Justice is Served. Bye. Good night.